Hi, my name is Trisha Ornelas, and welcome to my podcast, Living Between the Lines. When I was young, I knew I was different. I saw the world was made of categories, and it seemed like if you identified with one category, you couldn't belong to another. I've always been fascinated by the people who learn to live between these lines, who blur gender boundaries, language boundaries, identity boundaries, those who defy the categories to create their own authentic space. I think of plant and animal species who don't see borders or boundaries and wonder what we might learn from them. My interest lies in this middle space, the in-between, the odd intersecting oval shape on the Venn diagram. I believe this is where I and many others live, and I want to understand what fluid space really means. And I'm here with my best friend, Heather. Uh, we were talking about Gloria Ansaldua and her difficulties navigating different boundaries of language. And that when she was in Mexico, she was deemed, or her language was deemed as too Americanized or pocho. And when she was in the US, um, she was having difficulty understanding her space as a Chicana. Um, and I thought to myself, we all kind of occupy these in-between spaces where we may occupy two different identities that exist within us, but can be clashing at the same time. And this can be really difficult. Um, and I'm interested in this and people's experiences with this. Heather is my best friend and I've known her for years. So we feel 100% comfortable being our true selves with each other. So I thought she would be the perfect person to have a conversation with about this. And, um, I just wanted to sit down and talk with you for a little bit, Heather. What is your experience of kind of living between the lines or occupying two spaces at the same time that seem to conflict maybe at times? In my, uh, thinking about it, in my childhood, I always felt like there was a pretty big division in my life. And that was um, after my parents got divorced, my parents um, stretched to opposite sides of the US. My dad stayed in Maine and my mom went to San Diego. And it was interesting flying between them um, by myself. I often got people asking me like, you know, where are you going? Why are you alone? And it was always like, well, I have one parent in Maine and one in San Diego. <clears throat> and they'd always say, oh, you have the best of both worlds, which to me, it wasn't always that way. And it wasn't just a border or a different state. It was a different family and a different culture and everything was completely different. And so um, that sort of identified my childhood until I came upon a painting at the Guggenheim of, I think it was Picasso, where he had drawn this woman's face, the profile, like six times. And they were all very different, but it was the same woman. And I identified it with it because I realized that we are not only, we're not just one person, depending on who we're with or where we are, or what we're doing, we can be a totally different person, but we are all <clears throat> the same person. 
So for me, it was like, oh, I can exist in these different realms as a different person. I can still be, you know, immature and also be very professional if I have to be. Um, and then now as a mom and as, a, um, as an artist or uh, graphic designer, I find <clears throat> I constantly have these these different personalities or these different worlds that I live in, um, <clears throat> which often sometimes create conflict because in my creative world, I need um, alone time and I need to have an opportunity to um, find space. And that's really hard to do as a mom of two kids and, you know, in a house that's busy, etc. And so I find that there's often almost a battle going on with myself, the creative versus the, you know, get things done, practical mom. I can totally identify with that. <laughs> I think we all can, and it's hard to know sometimes which to honor and that maybe making space for the things that seem less Not important, you know, or we put on the back burner, we do this and, um, I don't know that it honors our whole self. And I think, you know, students can identify with this. I certainly know teachers can identify with this, people working and just, I, maybe it's made it more glaringly obvious since we've been inside so much, you know, recently. I don't know, what do you think about that? Have you, do you feel like the recent kind of COVID experience has exposed your either default towards one of yourselves or are you finding time to honor that other self well i think the one big realization i had <clears throat> is that um the things that i want to do my creative things like paint a picture or draw or uh, write is not glaring me in the face like the dishes and the laundry and the people asking for my attention and the empty refrigerator and i have to go grocery shopping those things all are in my face yelling at me to get it done and they're hard to ignore whereas my paper and pencil are not going to scream hey don't forget to write today yeah you know so i found that the things that i love to do are things that i have to go seek out and it's a lot harder than standing in the kitchen and realizing I have to like, do the dishes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you so much, Heather. I just adore you. And I love that I get to be myself with you. And I so appreciate that. And thank you for taking time out to talk with me today. I really appreciate it. Thank you. It was an honor. Take care.